is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Hello and welcome to a brand new week, everyone. Hey. Where, uh, like, the date of podcast releases the 6th of February. So I, I ran into some mates on the weekend. They were in front of me at the checkout at Woolworths. Yes. And I haven't seen them in a while. And I was like, did the whole Happy New Year thing and all that. Yeah. And I'm like, they're like, how was Christmas and all that? And I'm like, forever ago. Yeah. Wrong question, friend. Yeah, it's, it's, is, it doesn't seem like just a distant memory now. Absolutely. Christmas and New Year's and all that. I don't think you can be asking people how that those events were in February. Really? That's, I think you should cut those people out of the, your life. They're gone. Good. They're now dead Good. to me. Good. <laughs> those great family friends of ours. Nah. God! No more Happy New Year's. Well, what, just... what do you do now for small talk then in February? How are you? God, how about this heat we're having? Talk about the weather? Well, it's hot, mate. That's a lazy go-to, Bronte. <laughs> Come on. I'm also not someone that stops and talks to people in the supermarket. If I see someone in the supermarket that I know, I will avoid that person like the plague. Head down. Head down. Like really get really interested in whatever's on the shelf that I'm looking for. And if they don't talk to me, then it was equally like understood like, that neither of us wanted to speak. Like, it's unfortunate every time Bronte gets stopped and tries to hide, she's standing in front of like pregnancy <laughs> testers and stuff like that. Like it, It's how rumours get just, started, guys. Exactly. Every bloody time. Anywho, uh, look, it is February. Yep. Happy New Year. Do with that what you will, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the Cliff and Bronte podcast. Lisa McCune on the pod today, and we asked the question, uh, two in fact we'll put on today. Yep. Um, what was in you? Yep. And have you ever won anything on Macca's Monopoly? Two Big questions asked on the show. With reasons to ask them too. <laughs> it all sounds pretty rando, but hang about. You'll get the gist. Okay. We're going to need some decorum here. Everyone's going to need oh. to put their adult pants on. Do you know the show that you are <laughs> part of? <laughs> and make sure that we approach this next topic with maturity because we want to know on 131060, what was stuck in you? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> No. Not like that. No. What was stuck in you? What was in you? Because. Like that wasn't supposed to be there? Exactly. Right. Maybe you didn't know it was there. You found out and it had to be removed from your body. Yeah. Because my friend uh, last weekend was mowing the lawn at the back of his house and came up against what he didn't see was a massive, massive wasp nest. Like, it was a mansion. Those wasps are living large because it is one of those ones that has, like, domes within the nest itself. Yeah, like the the muddy, clay nest thing going on. He didn't see it and kind of, like, brushed up against it as he was mowing the lawn and, unfortunately, was stung quite a few times by the wasps. They were very unhappy with him. And he thought he had kind of, like, gotten everything out. He was a bit, you know, scratched up and everything. And a couple of days after this, he was like, I still am just feeling really, like, these wasps have, of course, some serious damage. That shouldn't be still affecting No. You. He got his, you know. Days after. Cream and things. And yeah. he was just like, I don't know what what's happening the old here. old stingos is not working? <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> and then he came out of the house and one of his housemates was like, there is a wasp barb still just sticking out of his body that his body had eventually just completely pushed out. 
and it had been in there for days, calling him, causing him so much agony. Isn't the human body interesting how yes. it can do that? Like it can, from time to time, yeah. identify a foreign object, mm-hmm. and the body just sort of goes, yeah, with a splinter, like and you're squeezing stuff. out a number two or something. Yeah, it squeezes out the foreign object. Glass splinters, apparently wasp barbs, and so we want to know on thirteen ten sixty what was stuck in you, mm. what was in you that you couldn't get out was maybe you didn't even know it was in there yeah surely there's um, what, what what was th- i feel like 131060 what was in you yeah it's a very very <laughs> blunt kind of there's no other question. way to put it what was in you it wasn't supposed to be yes, in you. exactly. I have a story from high school. Mm. It was the year 2000. I was in grade 10, and me and my mate Jay were in Mr. McNeil's modern history class, clearly not having a good time because Shout we out. had our lead pencils. And oh. we were doing with our lead pencils, like, I guess a bit of a sword flight thing. Uh-huh. And Jay did this interesting kind of little flick with his lead pencil, which was really, like, he had sharpened it to a real fine tip. Uh-huh. And it lodged in my neck, and the lead bit, like really long, I'm talking like a centimetre of lead lodged into my neck and broke off. Oh, no. And I couldn't get it out. And I went home and told mum, and here's mum like pinning me down, trying to fetch it out with tweezers or something, wouldn't come out, had to go to the doctor's. And the doctor was like, they're not actually made of lead anymore. I remember, I still remember he said they're made of graphite. Okay. But he goes, still. Don't want it in you. Don't want it in you. No. And he took me to the little room out the back of the surgery, gave a little local anesthetic, had to get little pincers, do a little incision, put a stitch in there. Oh. But hey, end of the day, it was, out, it was out of me. Exactly. It wasn't in me anymore. 13, 10, 60. What was in you that wasn't supposed to be in you? What was in ya? <laughs> Get it in ya! Jackie, what was Hi. in you that wasn't supposed to be? Um, so the thorns from Wait a While, the, like, um, it's a vine that's in the rainforest. Okay. And you, well, if you walk into it, you get stuck into it. But if you're driving and you hit it, it fully gets stuck into you. But how, but how, like, um, were you in a convertible or something? Like, how did it hit you while you were driving? I was being naughty and I was sitting out the window. Yeah. That'll do it. You were sitting out the yeah. window. That'll do it every time, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Ow, I've just um, had a Google of wait a while thorns. They look spiky. Yeah. Yeah. So my whole arm, I still have scars all over my arm from <gasps> it. Um, but, like, for the month prior to doing it, every couple of days another thorn would push itself <gasps> out. Why is it and, called wait um, a while? Is it, like, is it a funny name? Like, you think it hurts now? If you get stuck wait in it, you have to wait a while to get out of it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Good story, Jackie. I feel like at this point in time we should say that the Hit Network does not endorse the sitting on the window Absolutely of the car. Absolutely not. Inside, on the seat, belt buckled every time. But again, if you'd like to film yourself with the weight of our thorns coming out of your body, we do condone that. That, that we want to see. <laughs> Vicky on 131060, what was in you? I had a dog hair growing out of my palm. What? You, but you're not a dog. No, I'm not a dog. I'm a uh, dog groomer, so I must have just got a, a little tiny piece of hair stuck in my skin. Yeah. Obviously didn't get it out and it took root and was growing. So by the time I pulled 
by the time I pulled it out a few months later, it had this massive root off it when I pulled it out with the tweezers. Oh, my God. Do you know the dog that it came from? No, no idea. No idea. But, yeah, it was just like a tiny little splinter and it just got bigger and I thought, oh, God, I better pull this out. What on earth is this? And it just kept. Yeah, it was just like tiny little thing and when you pulled it out it just kept coming and coming and coming and coming the only thing i can compare that to is peter parker and spider-man yeah the web yeah i don't know just half spider half yes man vicky was sort of turning it like that part of her hand it was kind of turning into a dog wow dean here is here dean what did you have in you uh four inch nail isn't that a band <laughs> I just took a bite of banana bread before hitting record, mm. which was a really silly thing to do, but it's, it's real life, right mate. at me, mate. It's what happens as long as you're not chewing in my ears. Oh, no, wait, that's right, you are, and it's amplified because it's in a microphone. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're are you actually. a banana bread gal? or I'm br- a banana bread. Bana- I do love banana bread. Bananas and dude's name Brad. <laughs> Love it. I do like banana bread. Uh, mm. Yes. Heated up in a cafe. Oof. But even cold, actually. So just yes to your answer. Let's be honest. It's really banana cake. Like, what are we doing calling it banana bread? I think that's just an effort to make it sound healthier than yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely it is. It's we should say cake. banana bread and banana cake. This has nothing to do with your Alpha Bucks clue. Yes. <laughs> uh, although I reckon George Clooney... <gasps> He'd be partial. No, he would not. To a slice of banana bread with his Nescafe coffee in the morning. George Clooney is your um, clue, by the way. George Clooney. So you've got to work for it in this episode to find it. Um, I don't think George <laughs> Clooney would eat banana bread. I think he's too healthy. He's too a Hollywood chiseled for star. that. Yeah. I was just trying to tie in all that meaningless banter in with the Alpha Bucks clue, which is... George Clooney. George Clooney. We're playing on Tuesday morning after 8 on Hit and Listener. This is Clickbait Cliffo on Hit. First, though, this is where I click the clickbaity headlines mm-hmm. so you don't have to. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Appreciate it. I probably one... clicked it, but... Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> this one's, you know, it's out there. Uh-huh. It's on the socials. There's a lot of opportunity to click this one. Okay. Uh, it's mainly in video form, but I clicked an actual news story. Man pours $600 worth of petrol down fishing rod holder. Oh, no. So we're talking 230 litres of petrol here. Happened in New South Wales yesterday. Oh, God, it's fresh. And he's mistaken the fishing rod holder, because it's just a hole in the side of the boat. Yes. As the actual fuel hole. For the boat? For the boat. Okay, yeah, he's filling right. the boat up with fuel. Okay. And the fuel has gone into the fishing rod holder no. and just pulled in the bottom of the boat. And he only realised when there was enough in there for it to actually leak outside the boat. Oh, God. Like I said, there's a... A video, you don't have to search hard to find it, that's gone totally bonkers overnight. That's a lot of petrol, bro. Call the police, mate. That's what I'll be doing. Oh, f- call the f- mate. Yeah, I would be swearing too. that much. 
took several people and multiple hoses to wash down the asphalt. Firefighters were called to clean up. Someone commented online, I hope no one flicks a match down a drain nearby. Right? Every manhole will be sent into orbit. Oh, my God. And a $600 price tag on top of all of that. Could you imagine that? After the clean-up is done, like the police leave. Yeah. The firefighters leave, oh the God. six blokes with hoses put the hoses away. <laughs> you then go in, pay the cashier your six hundo, and then go, oh shit. Yeah. Still need to fill the boat up. Yeah, don't even get to go fishing. <laughs> Can you beat Bronte? We need to ask you some questions. Tom did. He did. Didn't he on Friday? Yep. He took about 150 bucks. From my Pocket, personal mm. pocket. On your birthday as On well. On my birthday, what an Tom. insult, Tom. Uh, that's all right. We got another T here. Troy is here. Troy, you say you're pretty rubbish at Alpha Bucks, but you're not too bad at the old Can You Beat Bronte trivia. Ah, uh, all sort of, yeah. Yep. Right. Back yourself, Troy. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's worth fifty bucks. It's a pineapple today. Langers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Into the soundproof <gasps> booth, you go. Bye. And sure you know how this works, mate. You've heard it. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Yes. Five questions. Good to go? Yep, yep. Good. Time starts now. What famous New York landmark did King Kong climb in the original film? The uh, off tower. How no, many basic ballet <laughs> positions are there? Ten. What is the name of Miley Cyrus's TV pop star alter ego? Oh, I do know that. Uh, uh, oh, you nearly got that. True or <laughs> yeah. false, an emu cannot walk backwards. Uh, true. Where did Captain Cook first land in Australia? Can you get it out? Bay. Okay. It's a bit late, <laughs> Leash, but I reckon include it. Don't tell Bronte, okay? Yeah. <laughs> all right, get Middle her out of the booth. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely got them all out in the 30 seconds there. No problem there whatsoever. Nice. <laughs> all right. What's up? You good to go? No, oh, yeah. Straight into it. All's good. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. What famous New York landmark did King Kong climb in the original film? Empire State Building. How many basic ballet positions are there? Three. What is the name of Miley Cyrus's TV pop star alter ego? Hannah Montana. True or false, an emu cannot walk backwards? True. Where did Captain Cook first land in Australia? Botany Bay. Okay. <laughs> That's the 30 seconds. Oh, Ooh, Ooh. Oh, I'm saying oof, but is it a is it a good oof? It could be Bronte? not. Exactly. Is it a battle for you? Let's find out, Alicia. Uh, so King Kong in the movie did climb the Empire State Building. Bronte got that one correct. Troy said the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, wrong city, oh, Troy. Yeah. Wrong country. Yeah, no, I had it as soon as we had, as soon as we stopped. Oh, no. Wrong continent. Um, <laughs> ballet positions, basic ballet positions. There's five. Both of you got that one incorrect. Hannah Montana was Miley Cyrus's alter ego. Bronte got that one correct. Troy passed. Oh, Troy, Troy, I feel like Troy, a H came out of your mouth. Like I feel like you yeah, started to I, I say knew it. it. Very good. <laughs> but it just wouldn't come out. Uh, An emu cannot walk backwards. That one's true. Both of you got that one correct. And Captain Cook first landed in Botany Bay, which both of you got correct as well. So Bronte got four and Troy got two. Woo! Uh, Sorry, Troy. 
All good. All good. Bronte's taking it out. I would love to see the French version of King Kong licking yeah. Kong. Looking Kong. That's horrible. Oh, it's all right. Troy? I was going to say, what would he climb? But obviously it would be obviously. the Eiffel Tower. Why would you even ask? A stupid question. Troy knows. What would he eat? Snails? Croissants? Let's back not. Yet. We shouldn't. But now we're getting into territory. We shouldn't. Yeah. Troy, call us back another time. My wife and I have recently turned binge back on. Me too. The Last of Us? Yes. Okay, this is why everyone's turning. A hundred percent. Binge slash Foxtel. It's doing pretty well. Because binge is just all of the drama and comedy series or whatever you can get on Foxtel. Yeah, I think like HBO stuff and all of those yes. shows from the States yeah. on binge. So, you know, the thing with The Last of Us, it's the biggest show in the world right now, is it only comes out every week. So I'm very much up to date with that. Yeah. But <laughs> flicking through a documentary series came up mm-hmm. that I think is less than a year old. It's called McMillions. Oh, I've seen this. Not the thing. I've seen it advertised. Okay, so it's a docu-series on the rorting of the the Monopoly game. Yes. They do in, in the States. Here's a little bit of the trailer. This story has got everything. Organised crime. Revenge. Drugs. Greed. The FBI. Ronald McDonald. If you said to me to describe this story, I would say don't believe it, but it's true. They would make a movie about it. Somebody went to the FBI and said McDonald's Monopoly game was fixed. Are you kidding me? Right. So it's actually produced by Marky Mark, Mark Warburg. Seriously? It's one of the producers Oh, I'd watch that. And it's drawn me in because I think because all of us, kind of deep down, if you're a Macca's customer, you kind of love the Monopoly game. Oh, yeah. You get excited when it's around every year. Definitely. But before I leap into this docuseries, I just thought for funsies on 131060, can we put it out there this morning and actually find someone who has won the Monopoly game. Mm-hmm. And I think for the sake of our little, you know, phone topic this morning, let's just say winning is anything bigger than the food options. Sure. So you don't want the free cheeseburger winners or like no. the free small soft serve or whatever. The stuff you can claim in yeah. store straight away. Yeah. I mean, it's a win. Good for you. Don't get me wrong. We don't want that. But I want an actual prize. Yes. That is worth money. So what are the bigger ones on offer? There's often like a car. There's always a car. Is there like a few holidays or maybe a phone? Always holidays. Yeah. I feel like there's gaming systems and consoles and games and extension packs and Mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Has there been a boat before? A boat? I feel like I've seen a boat. I don't know. Maybe people have won things that we don't even know were on offer in Ma- yeah. Mac oh, Monopoly. Fuel. There's always fuel. I would love to win Like that. free fuel for a year or something. Maybe groceries. Yeah, particularly no, if that not. guy that's going viral at the moment putting the fuel in the wrong hole of the boat. He would need that. Goes into the rod holder and... Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Give us a call right now. Has anyone actually won the Monopoly game? Yeah. Anything bigger than food is what we want. Yes. Or even if you, look, you don't have to be a winner. Even if you know someone, so your brother, sister, partner, you know, bestie at work, mm. whatever, we just need calls, 13, 10, 60, who's actually won the Monopoly game. Yeah, because maybe this isn't just an American issue. Like they talked about the US Macca's Monopoly yeah. being corrupt. What if we don't get any winners in Australia either and we start an investigation? A Cliff Owen Bronte <gasps> deep dive, 13, 10, 60. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's calls coming through, so there are winners. (laughs)
Kate's here. Kate, have you won Macca's Monopoly? I did. Back when I was in high school in year 12, I won a camcorder. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> what year are we talking? That was back in 2001. Oh, okay. I was going to say, about 20 years ago before everyone had a, a real high-def camera we should say in their phone. What a camcorder is for the children out yeah. there. Yeah. It's a handheld like video camera, isn't it? Yeah, picture channel seven, like shooting the news or something, guys. <laughs> like an actual physical camera. Being in grade twelve though, in the early noughties, like that would have been like winning the lotto for you, Kate. It would have, but they didn't give me the prize because they said that the tickets that were submitted were from two different years. <gasps> oh, I remember that's been a controversy. No. Before. Oh yeah. So you didn't actually even get the camcorder? <laughs> no, but they gave me $250 of free McDonald's, which was awesome. As well, a, that's a that's, win. That's a big that's win, a Kate. Win. Take that. That story was like a roller coaster. Like we were up, we were down, we were back up again. <laughs> Sally's next. Sally, have you won Macca's Monopoly? We have. What, what did you win? win? Uh, we won the Ziggy barbecue pack. A barbecue pack? Yes. That's pretty good. I think it was, yeah, it was about $800 worth, I reckon. Oh, that's good. So what was included? There was a barbecue, obviously. Yep. Um, all the accessories, so your tongs, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, a barbecue cover, so the right. whole big cover thing. Yeah. And then some meat, rub and spices. How good. Did, did they post that to you? Or, like, how did you actually collect that? Because that's a pretty big prize. Yeah, uh, courier. Oh, they carry it. Yeah. They McDeliver. They do. <laughs> Aiden's here. Aiden, have you won Macca's Monopoly? No, but my mate did, and he won a car. A car! He's one of the ones. We got a car! How How did that all happen, Aiden? Uh, took a couple of months to him, but he did win a car. It took a couple of months. Do you remember what sort of car it was? Usually they're small I think cars. it was a Mazda or something. Oh, yeah, you little, wouldn't yeah. say no. Little Mazda, that's very much a typical Macca's Monopoly prize. Yeah, hey? I believe him. I believe Aiden. Yeah, beautiful. Did he keep it or did he flog it off or...? No, he kept it because it's his first car. Oh, how oh, and good. And a first car as well. Aiden, that's that's a win, my friend. Thank you. All good. It turns out there's winners. There are winners. There are winners and of I'll Macca's Monopoly. Keep buying Macca's until I'm one of those winners Don't have too. to tell me <laughs> twice, mate. That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.